This blog has previously commented on the U.S. Supreme Court case of Stanford v. Roche, which considered the legal effect of IP terms in two conflicting contracts, a university employment contract, and a later company visitor agreement. At the risk of oversimplifying, the majority held that the words hereby assigns in the visitor contract Trump shall assign in the earlier university employment contract. A minority in that case, Breyer and Ginsburg, disagreed. Now we have another case about the wording of IP clauses in a U.S. university employment contract. Do the words shall be the property of the university cause the relevant IP to be owned by the university automatically, once it comes into existence? Alternatively, are these words merely a statement of policy, and there needs to be a formal assignment to give legal effect to the policy? In the case of Omni Med Sci Incorporated v. Apple Incorporated, decided on August 2, 2021, the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit considered this issue. This is the senior IP court in the USA, one level below the U.S. Supreme Court. A majority of the court held that the above words were not effective to assign an inventor's rights to his employer, the University of Michigan, in the absence of a formal assignment. With echoes of the Stanford v. Roche case, Judge Newman gave a well-reasoned, dissenting judgment. IP drafts quick, and probably imperfect, summary of the reasoning of the majority is as follows. 1. Under U.S. patent law, inventions belong to the inventor. If the inventor's employer is to own an invention, there needs to be a formal assignment. 2. Words such as hereby assigns can affect an assignment, even a future IP that doesn't yet exist. 3. There are provisions in U.S. statute law for IP to vest initially in someone else, for example the government, and the effect of such provisions may be that the first owner of the IP is not the inventor. 4. But there is no equivalent concept in U.S. patent-slash-contract law, under which parties can agree that the first owner of an invention is someone other than the inventor. There needs to be an assignment. 5. The court might be prepared to interpret words in a contract as an assignment even if the words are not hereby assigns. But the words shall be the property are not an active verbal expression of present execution. Dissenting, Judge Newman thought this analysis by the majority was flawed. He noted that the majority seemed to be saying that if the words had been as the property rather than shall be the property, then the university would have owned the patent. He noted that the terms were intended to refer to future inventions, for which the future tense is appropriate and clear. He discussed various cases in which U.S. courts had held that wording similar to shall be the property was held to be a present assignment of future interest. He concluded. Greater than the usage shall be the property of the university supports no plain and ordinary meaning other than that the university is vested as own when the property comes into being. Both the majority and minority opinions cited the wording of other university IP documents to support their arguments. IP drafts is unsure of the value of the court's forensic analyses of the words used in those documents. He doubts whether the drafters will have such an intense focus on the words used. As various commentators have noted, the contract was made under Michigan law, but the judgment contains no detailed analysis of how contracts are interpreted under Michigan law. Instead, all of the judges seem to have relied on their own linguistic skills to interpret contractual wording. IP drafts is instinctively uneasy about a case turning on fine linguistic details. The judges would have benefited from Ken Adams' rigorous analysis of contract wording. IP drafts hopes he will comment on the decision. Readers outside the USA should note that the laws on who is the first owner of IP vary from country to country, and between IP types, so it should not be assumed that the outcome of this case would have been the same in other countries. As a general observation, IP drafts has seen some strange wording in UK university IP policies, whereas appears that the wording has not been drafted by an expert IP lawyer. Similar issues arise in commercial contracts such as research collaboration agreements. 
Some templates use phrases such as the foreground IP will best in the company. IP Drafts generally looks to see if there is an assignment clause to give effect to this quoted phrase, as it is not always clear whether IP can vest automatically in someone other than the inventor, or, under some UK IP laws, their employer.